live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. I want to welcome all fans of all sports. This is None So Strong Boxing Podcast, and I'm your host, T. Diddy. I'm here today with the three-time world champion, Reggie Sweet Johnson. How you doing, Reggie? I'm doing fine, man. Uh, Thank you uh, for sharing this platform with me, and it's a pleasure to be here. Man, today is, this is fight week, so we're very, very, very pumped up in boxing, in the boxing world. This is like our Super Bowl. This is our, this is our uh, World Cup. This is, this is, this is the week that we are just, we can't wait. We're less than 48 hours away from the fight, the big fight, need I say it. Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury, the Gypsy King. Woo! The thing about this fight is sometimes rematches never lit, you know, even in movies, when you see a part two, it's like the sequel never lives up to the original. But in rare cases, it happens. And this fight, I think, will be the one time that the uh, sequel does live up to the rematch with the controversial ending in the first fight of a draw both fighters still remain undefeated Deontay Wilder 42-0 with 41 knockouts Tyson Fury 29-0 with 21 knockouts and the draw is neutral anyone who for the fans that don't know about boxing uh, draw is you don't win or you don't lose, so it really doesn't hurt you or help you. Sometimes it helps you more than hurts you, because if you are a lesser rank of, if you are a lesser rank fighter, and you get a draw with someone who is higher ranked or a champion, then that bumps you up, you know, to show that you're on that level. So without getting a win, it is a win for you, because. It's showing the boxing world and the commission that you're on the same level as that champion that you're fighting. So if you rank number 15 and you you fight the number one rank and y'all have a draw, instead of you being ranked 15 and you just got a draw with the number one guy, y'all both number one because it's an even draw. And I know a lot of things about draws because I have four of them. <laughs> The whole thing about that is many draws rarely happen in boxing. Draws rarely happen in boxing. So the fact that I have four draws is kind of mind-boggling to me. Now, this fight with Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder has knocked out every man that he's ever entered the ring with. I mean, except Tyson Fury. And he knocked him down twice. So every man that he's ever been in the ring with has been knocked out. And one guy has been knocked down twice and arose from the dead. Reggie, have you ever seen something like what happened in the 12th round when Tyson Fury was literally knocked unconscious and was resurrected like like a holy movie? 
Well, well, I've I've witnessed that before, but I think what you're trying to uh, weigh in on is the man looked like he was out, and all of a sudden it's like he just, you know, he he, he raised from the from the graveyard and just stood up and say, "I'm alive," and uh, you know that was a very interesting fight. And I'll be honest with you, uh, you know, I get a lot of phone calls uh, for radio stations, London, England, especially. Uh, they always want me to weigh in who I think gonna mm-hmm. win, and and uh, I just felt that Deontay uh, Wilder uh, was fighting somebody his size was bigger, and mm-hmm. and and the mindset of Tyson Fury, man, and and I don't want to call the man crazy, but he, you know he's not <laughs> he's not scared of nobody, man. So so that's uh, a great attribute. So so, so 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 I went with Tyson Fury, and I I really thought he won that fight, but I was glad, uh, uh, like you said. In, 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 in the ultimate sport of boxing, you can fight somebody and lose, and then you can move and, up in the and rankings. And elevate your status. That's right, absolutely. And, uh, you know, what he did, uh, I think it was a smart deal, and I think it was also a business deal that they uh, called that fight a, a draw because I still think Tyson Fury won the fight for a slight edge, but I think that that, that – was real good. They call it a draw. These guys get to fight again, and you know a lot of people are excited about it, and, and it's good for the ultimate sport of boxing. Most people, when I do a uh, the consensus, when I do a survey, a census, and most people that I speak to actually have Tyson Fury winning that fight. Mm-hmm. Me myself and I, all three of us. I have Deontay Wilder winning the fight, but I never watched the complete fight. The thing that I was watching was I actually was at the fight live. And and you didn't watch it? And I didn't watch it. Well, how could, you, then, how, how could you have him winning the fight if you didn't watch the whole fight? Exactly. Because I just seen she, the knockdowns. So, well, no, that, 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 that means you, you're a, a, a fan of, of the knockout artist. Man, this is, listen. This is what's so confusing to me. And no one's going to believe this. But I actually was the fight after Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury fought. So that's why I couldn't watch it because I was the fight after Deontay Wilder. Most people think the main event is the last fight of the night. But sometimes the main event of a boxing fight is the the last TV fight of the night. It's actually That's not true. the last fight of the night. That's true. So I had to fight after Deontay Wilder. So I was the main event. Reggie, how would you how does that feel that me being the main event of Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury? No, you weren't the main event. <laughs> Come on, man. Let's, let's, come on, we gotta keep this real now. That what you, you you just contradicted yourself. You just said that the main sometimes the main event it, it, it don't be the, the 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 last fight. Well, I like to trick myself sometimes. Okay. I like to think that I was the main event of that fight because I was the last fight of the night. But that don't mean you the main event. You, you just you just contradicted yourself. And in, in, in the ultimate sport of boxing, you're right. Sometimes the main event is the last fight, but sometimes because it's geared for television. So they got to be on on point with with uh, with the you know yeah the and networks. that and that really yeah, yeah. that really upset me because I was supposed to fight before them but they had me as a swing a swing bout and if you don't know what that is that is like if there's an early knockout in the early fights 
they have everything timed in time periods. So say they get this fight 20 minutes. They get this fight 30 minutes. They get this fight, you know, 40 minutes. Well, quick knockouts totally throw the time off of a boxing match. So the time allotted that they have for each fight is horribly disfigured when there are quick knockouts. So you come in, boom. You had 20 minutes for this fight. It was a first-round knockout. It lasted three minutes. You come to the next fight. You had 30 minutes for this fight. Boom. It was the second-round knockout. It only lasts six minutes. So now you got an extra 26 minutes. You got an extra 28 minutes. What you going to do? And now you're up to an extra hour. And that's when you see the fan doesn't know. But when you see the broadcasters talking in between fights, when you see them interviewing fighters that's in the crowd, when you see them going back over highlights, let's look back at some of the great moments that led to this fight. What they're really doing is buying time. They're not, this is not part of the programming of how they wanted to show that fight on TV. This is a lot of fights, a lot of people got knocked out early. So now we need to fill up all this time because they guarantee the main event. Listen, you're coming out at 1030. You fight at 1030. Well, if all the fights are over and everybody got knocked out by 930, the main event, like, I'm not coming out early. I'm not warmed up. I'm not, you know, you told me 1030. I ain't coming out to 1030. And you really can't argue with the main event because they are the reason why everybody paid money to see. So they kind of can throw their, they, you know, throw their weight around. So what they do now is they just start interviewing people. They start talking. They start crunching numbers. They start going over stats. They start looking at highlights. So that's why they, that's why they have a thing called swing bouts. And they would have fighters warm up, prepare, get gloved up, and get ready. And they might not even fight at that time. But they saying, you just stay ready on deck just in case we have a couple early knockouts. Then we'll just throw you in. Oh, this new fight. So now, what, so, so, what is that reminiscent of? It's reminiscent of the ultimate sport of boxing. Yes. That's just like if you're in a fight, man, it's based on you making, you got to make the adjustments. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 if a man keep hitting you with a straight right hand, you got to make the adjustment. You got to do something. You got to get out the way. You're not going to keep hitting me with that same hand. So, so, <laughs> So when you, you you're talking about uh, uh, the way they do these fights, keep in keep in mind this is because they they they, they got to be in line with the network and a certain fighter. Like you said, that's why they have standby fighters, and that's just the nature of the of how it works. I just think it is very unfair for the fighter that sits there and warms up and is ready to fight, and then they tell them, "Oh, you know what." You're not fighting now. You can you'll fight three hours from now, and you're already warmed up. Then you see because there's one thing that a lot of fans that don't box also don't know. I try to educate the listening public on everything, the nuances and the idiosyncrasies of our wonderful, beautiful sport of boxing. And what happened is you get your hands wrapped. Well, there's a thing called a commission, an inspector, and there's a lot of rules and regulations. If you listen to episode two of this 
None So Strong podcast. You were written. No, that was episode one. I'm sorry. You and when I talked about the Louis Resto fight, uh, when a guy was illegally taking padding out the gloves or putting hard elements into his hand wraps to make his fists lethal weapons and bricks. And he broke this guy's face up. And later after the fight, they realized that he had illegal, you know, substance in his gloves, which made him harder. Because he went over there and shook the guy's he training hand. Shit. The dumbest <laughs> thing, listen, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that you should try to get away with crimes, people. Please don't think that's what I'm saying. But if you're gonna do a crime, at least try to get away with it. The man won the fight. The man was announced the winner, and he had illegal stuff in his gloves that he knew about. The the smart thing to do is, as soon as they announce you as the winner, get the gloves off, go to the back. You don't got time to be talking to people, hanging around, keeping your gloves on. You're, you're, I mean, think about what you're doing. He goes over there and shake the guy's hand. But let's, and, let, let's acknowledge this. It, it don't only happen in the ultimate sport of boxing. Ain't the Astros going through something right now? Yeah, sign stealing. Uh, 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 so, so not only in, 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 in boxing, you know, the, the, the big deal with steroids and, 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 and all the uh, sports. So it, it, it's not only boxing. Yeah, it, every you know, sport. Have- everybody's going to try to. Get away with something. Get an advantage. Right, right. The only difference of having an advantage in boxing is that you can take a man's life. There are many fatalities in boxing, in the boxing ring. You can kill somebody in a boxing ring with an illegal advantage. The difference between baseball, yeah, you can hit an extra home run or two and win by points, by runs, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Got to talk baseball talk. They hate when you say points because it's runs. You can win by runs, but in boxing, you can kill a man with an advantage. And that's a whole different type of advantage. You know, winning a game by points and uh, bragging rights is one thing, but taking a man's life or making somebody a vegetable where they can never talk or move, you know, they're they're sitting there with their kids and their wife and they're just staring into the air for the next eight, nine, ten years until they pass away. Mm-hmm. That's very, very, very much different than uh, the advantages you can get from another sport. So that's why they're highly glamorized in boxing. And, you, you know, you're 100% right with that on, 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 on one hand. But on the other hand, you think about the ultimate sport of boxing. A man can be bigger than you. He can be stronger than you. He can be faster than you. He can be taller than you. His reach can be twice your reach. And you still can beat him because you can outsmart him and outthink him. So that's why the ultimate sport of boxing is such a uh, a, 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 stand, a standout sport. Yeah, uh, I might that, be biased, but I think boxing no, 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 is the not, greatest sport. You you think boxing is is not is the greatest oh, sport? I, I agree with you. 100%. I think we're like the modern day gladiators. Well, bo- boxing is the oldest sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boxing is is the oldest sport because if you think about it, in the gladiator days, they would get in a big coliseum, and everyone would cheer the greatest 
warrior. Right. Either he using a sword or a spike or a wow. spear or just hand-to-hand combat. The only difference now is that it seems like an oxymoron versus back in the day they were okay with the 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 battle had to end in death, I think. Back in the gladiator days. You go you going way back, brother. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't think yeah. you know, you, there was there was not a point system or but, a draw. But boxing was like that at at, at one point because they started with the the, the the bare knuckles, but at one point boxing was, you know, some guys won a hundred rounds until somebody got knocked out. Yes. So you're right. Yes. That's, that's kind of like so it's gonna have a conclusion. Deal. Yes. Right. It's yeah. gonna be and 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 to some extent I wish it was like that where it's a I think that I don't think there should be draws in boxing. And what I mean by that is let's say it's a twelve round fight like Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder and it ends in a draw. At that moment, matter of fact, I'm not gonna even uh wait because I don't want the fighters to get cold and wait on the announcement and wait on the uh to read the score. If I have they need a a a, a digitalized, computerized scoring system, whereas cause right now they still it seems a little archaic. They still use the they the paper and pen like I mean, with today's technology, you would think that they would be able to just enter the number of a round and the points and have a printout at the end. They're still like writing down numbers on papers and passing it to people. And then somebody manually adds it up at the end of the fight and announces, you know, alerts the announcer of who's the winner but it's 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 the same thing if they put it uh in a digital computer or something and say eight uh uh eight uh nine uh give him ten him nine i mean the number's still going to be the same yeah but but, but, but the but, only but, thing that would change is the speed of it do you see how long sometimes it takes for a decision to be uh tallied up I've seen fighters standing in there, and I'm like, uh oh, the fixes ain't take them too long for them to add these scores up. But but the same, even if they do it with a computer, it, 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 it's they, instant. No, as soon but, as the twelve round ends, yeah, but, 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 and it's the but, score already there. I, I I know, but the score can still already be there, and they still can make you wait. Yeah, I'm saying the wait period because this is what I would do. Say at the this is why I brought up the computer. Say at the end of the twelfth round. We looking at the score because we got an instant. As soon as they instantly, you mean they don't it, have to go add it up? Yeah, they don't okay. have to go add yeah. it up. So we Everything taking out already 15, up 20 boom. minutes yeah, out yeah. of that. And if we see that it is one fourteen, one fourteen, one extra round. See, see, I understand what you're saying. I think, one extra round. I, I, I think you know they used to. And I think they still do this sometime in fights. If the fight is a draw, they'll fight another round, and whoever win that round wins exactly. the fight. Exactly. I know. I know they. They. I don't know if they still do it. But I know they used to do that. Yeah, they don't do it anymore. They don't. But okay. that would be good because draws kind. Of, I mean, in this case, in this fight, a draw was to me even better than a decision because all it did was hype up the rematch. 
Both men so, had two fights after they had a draw. Deontay Wilder fought Luis Ortiz, and he fought um, uh, <laughs> what I, I that think guy if, he I, just knocked out in I, one round. I think if two guys fight. Dominique for, Brazil. Right. I think if two guys fight and, and the judges see it as a draw, I don't, me, I don't have a problem with that. I think that's a good thing, especially if, if it's uh, 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 something to look forward to. Okay, we're going to see. Think, think about the uh, Arturo Gotti. Ward fights. They mm -hmm. fought three times. Mm -hmm. And and think about it, one of those guys would win, one would lose, but you know, and even back in the day with Ali Frazier, they fought three times, you know, yeah. Ken Norton. So so you know, I think it really when two guys fight to a draw, I think fans would be more happy about seeing it seeing that them two guys uh meet again. It's two yeah, it's two things that that could prevent draws, if you ask me. I know, but what's the problem? You say you don't, you don't, oh, yeah. you don't like draws, yeah. but I mean, would, it's probably because I got four of them. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I know, but 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 those those four draws could have been a loss. You rather have a draw than a loss, I right? I want all those draws. I need four wins added to my okay, box now, record. Now, see that wait a minute. You, what, I what, need what, four what, what, wins added to my no no. What did you fight just, record? What did you just say? I really won those four draws. Yes. Now, so, so the problem ain't with it being a draw. If it was a draw, the problem is within the judges. Mm -hmm. get, get, get Getting it wrong, uh, 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 influenced by something else to vote for this guy instead mm -hmm. of you. So me, it's, me it's, fighting it, guys in their hometown. It, okay, but it, 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 it's not, the problem is not the draw, it's the corruptions that's in boxing, the mm -hmm. politics in boxing. Now, before we we gonna switch we gonna shift subjects for one quick moment. Let's discuss. Let's go. Over, let's recap because I love recapping the weekend event in boxing. What happened this weekend from the last show to the to this show? So over the weekend, what a fight! We were gifted great excitement from Ryan Garcia. What do you think about Ryan Garcia, Reggie? I think I think he's the future of boxing. I think he's uh he he's with a uh he's got the machine behind him, Golden Boy. Yeah. Uh and you know, to see a guy uh that small and the way he his body you know, the structure of his body <laughs> to hit that hard, you know, he's and, and he I, I like his character. He's a nice looking guy and he this guy can fight. And you know, you know, <laughs> Do what, you think what? that Ryan Garcia can be champion, though? And before you answer that, let me tell you who the champions are. Because, of course, he has championship pedigree. Of course, he has championship skills. But let's look at who he has to beat to, to receive a championship. Now, we have Javante Tank Davis. Mm-hmm. Do you? I wouldn't pick Ryan Garcia over Javante Tank Davis. Well, you probably won't pick him now, but you know, another five, six fights down no, the line, he, this, this guy, this guy, this guy mature, and he, he, you know, he he learns a lot more. He become more seasoned. Well, the thing of about course, you that don't, is, you don't pick him now. The thing about that is, and I hate to interrupt you, but the thing about that is, he's scheduled to fight. According to him, he's scheduled to fight Tank in his next two fights. So he's gonna have one fight with Linares and then Tank. And then the next fight gonna be Devin Haney. 
He don't have five fights to to mature. He's already thrusted himself into the big leagues where he's getting nothing but championship fight. Now, I think he should mature more and have five fights, but he wanted more money, more fame. He has five million followers on Instagram. And they're throwing him into the deep end. It's, he well, wants well, to go to the deep well, end. Well, 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 well. Let me tell you something. The ultimate sport of boxing, anything can happen. Let me tell you, I I, I, I can see that kid beating up De, uh, Deontay. He, he's got the height. Uh, he's got the boxing skills. He, he's got the power. I know he, he, he haven't had as many fights as those guys have had, but if, if you really think about that young man, you know, I think – he has a chance. It's one thing you haven't uh, spoke on, and that's him taking the punch. Well, having uh, great uh, offense well, 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 is great, well, but, well, but you, if you, you can't about take him? it on the chin, well, if he fights Tank, he's gonna get hit. Well, you don't know that. <laughs> you don't know that, and, and 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 like you said, that that's something we're gonna find out eventually. He's gonna fight somebody, gonna hit him. So that that. That, that just come with the sport, but I mean, let me tell you something. That that, that kid is special, and 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 uh, you know, I, I can, he's I, amazing. I, 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 I can see him uh, uh, beating or uh, 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 competing well with those on, on that level. And this is the thing. And the reason I bring this up is to say this: there in the history of boxing, there have there has been great fighters championship quality caliber fighters that never won championships i.e my first example would be donovan razor riddick i mean i'm sorry razor ruddick donovan razor ruddick Mm -hmm. in any other era he would have been heavyweight champion but he came up sometime you just come up in boxing in the wrong era Sometimes you come in boxing at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. This man had championship pedigree and should have been a champion, but look who he had to fight to get it. Mike Tyson, Lennox Lewis, Evander Holyfield. He would, he just came at the wrong time, and he couldn't get through those guys. And that's what I'm starting to think about Ryan Garcia. Tommy Morrison. He fought Tommy Morrison as well. Oh, and Tommy Morrison. Yeah. Shout out to Morrison because uh, – Rest in peace, brother. Rest in peace, Tommy Morrison. Uh, I've been looking up a lot of Tommy Morrison's fight more often lately because his son is a heavyweight fighter. His son is undefeated, um, 16 fights, no losses, all 16 by big way of knockout and i had the i wouldn't call it a privilege but i had the opportunity to share the ring with him this week so now he's training me and him are in the same training camp at the same gym so we'll be sparring uh preparing me for my fight in two weeks and i mean the guy has punches like his father big left hook Big overhand right, big right uppercut. Man, and, how, how you know that? He hit you with that? I looked up his highlights. Oh, okay. Oh, so you haven't <laughs> sparred with him yet? No, oh, I, okay, okay. no, 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 no. We were supposed to spar yesterday, but he sparred. Sometimes it's a round robin, and he sparred my friend Ray, 
And then when I got in, they put me in with Ray. And then they put another heavyweight heavyweight in with him. And then they put another heavyweight in with me. And we just never got matched up. We were both sparring at the same time. But when they were mixing and matching fighters coming in, coming out, they never had our match with me in and him in. He would come out, I'll go in. I'll go out, he come in. So it was it was up to the trainers. They were the one uh, dictating which fighter stay in, which fighter comes in. So I'm sure that he watched every round of me sparring. I watched most of the rounds of him sparring. We're going to spar Monday. So I it's going to happen. So what I did is I did my homework. I went and looked up his fights, looked up his record. And goodness gracious, I must say, he is his daddy's son. I mean, he is knocking guys out left and right with every punch. Matter of fact, I didn't see his daddy with a straight right. I think he has one weapon that his dad don't have. His dad had the overhand right and the left hook. But he has an overhand right and a straight right. And he has a straight right where it is he punched through the target. He don't punch at it. So he has full follow-through on his right-hand punches. Very, very dangerous fighter. But getting back to Ryan Garcia, I'm, I fear that the same thing that happened to Donovan Razor Ruddick would happen to Ryan Garcia. He's a great talent and would be champion at any other time. But the fact that these Lions are champion in his weight division, I don't see him breaking through. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't see him fighting the um, tanking him that early. And I, I know they they probably talking about it, and he probably want to do it because he's a fighter and he's want he want to get there to the big money. But I think you know a seasoned Oscar De La Hoya and you know the machine that's behind him. I think they I think they they they'll they'll make the right moves with him. They're not. De, De La Hoya has publicly called out Mayweather because once sometimes call out Mayweather for what? Because Tank Davis is Mayweather's fighter. So he said since you would De La Hoya said this this week on Twitter to Mayweather. He said since you wouldn't fight me and give me a rematch why don't you put your fighter in against my fighter? Ryan Garcia versus Tank Davis next. Well, uh, uh, that's all part of the build-up, but still, yeah, that, and that's what they say they're going to do, and they're going to keep pumping it, just like what Deontay Wilder and Fury's doing now, and they ain't already fought. What, what they did before that fight, all the talking and boots, that, 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 that's, that's, that's called the build-up. Yeah. So, so, but them guys, but trust the one me, thing them, is, them guys ain't gonna, when they put, guys ain't when they put a fighter on your undercard, that's when they're really setting up the match between those two fighters. How many times in boxing have you seen the main event guy fighting for a championship and then the, the co-main is a fighter in the same weight? Because what they're trying to do is when that main event guy wins, he's going to fight the winner of that co-main event. So they put them on the same card to kind of showcase both of their talents to the audience to let them know, like, this is the fight, upcoming fight. So what they did this week was they put Jorge Linares on the undercard of Ryan Garcia. Jorge Linares knocked out the guy in the fourth or fifth round. 
Ryan Garcia knocked his guy in the first round. Do they have the same promoter? They both were Golden Boy? Um, Jorge Lenores, maybe. They, 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 I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure they, he, he maybe. Got, he's tied in with Golden so Boy they fought on that card. Yeah, so. so what they're trying to do is the, next, the first step up fight would be Ryan Garcia versus Jorge Lenores. Who is no joke by any means. I mean, he might not get through Jorge Len- Jorge Lenores is the first and only guy to knock down Lomachenko. And Jorge Lenores has a stellar record. I mean, he beat uh the guy from London that that uh I can't think of his name right now. But he beat the uh, the upcoming guy that's in their weight division that's really strong that fought Lomachenko. Oh, Luke Campbell. That's his name. Mm. Jorge Linares beat Luke Campbell. I mean, Jorge Linares, he dishes out butt whoopings. That's all he does. He's tall. He's in shape. He's rangy. And he's fast as lightning. And he puts combinations together. Anybody want to see anything, go look up Jorge Linares. So Ryan Garcia's hit list is first fight Jorge Lenores. It's gonna take tooth and nail to get out of that fight. Second fight Tank Davis. Oh my God, he hit you, he'll kill you. Third fight Devin, the American Dream Haney. Man, all I can say is Ryan Garcia. Just live in the gym because your your future is very hard. I mean, I'm not saying you can't do it, but, man, you will go to hell and back. Let me tell you something. That's, this is why boxing is the number one sport. Listen to me. Think about Muhammad Ali, the trouble he had with Ken Norton, the trouble he had with smoking Joe Frazier. Think about what George Foreman did to those guys, knock both of them out very early, and then go back and think about what Ali did to George Foreman. So, so, so you can't really judge a fighter fighting that fighter what he's gonna do to that fighter. That's why, hey man, boxing is the arena of the unexpected. Anything can happen, and now they say style make fights, and they all have a puncher's chance. All these fighters have a big punch. Oh, absolutely, well, <laughs> I think they have even more more than a, a boxer's chance. They, the, 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 you know, the, the style, the mindset. Uh, 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 whew, how did this guy train for this fight? Did he have the? Did he have a good training camp? Is he at his best? There's so much stuff you got to weigh in on. It. That's why, man, when that bell rang, anything can happen. Uh, uh, what about uh, Big John Tate, who was the champion? And he fought Mike Weaver, who was a champion as well. As uh, I don't, he wasn't champion dead, but Big John Tate beat this man. Did fifteen round fight, beat the man fourteen round, and then in the last round, and he won every round. And the last round, he get knocked out. <laughs> oh my god! So anything could happen in the ultimate that sport of boxing. That is a loss that I couldn't deal with. Like mentally, you know, we all have weaknesses, and that would be one of my weaknesses. What's that? To lose a win of win fourteen rounds and get if knocked I out win in the last fourteen round? rounds of a fight and get knocked out in the fifteen rounds, y'all better put me on suicide watch because I cannot mentally 
compartmentalize that. I cannot accept that. I'd rather get beat up, you, you, and I knew I got beat up. If, if, if you get paid a million, two or three million dollars, you'll be able to live with it. You ain't gonna commit suicide. I, I can't you gotta live spend with that money. it. <laughs> I can't live you with can, that. You live, you, you, uh, so you can't live with that type of money? I, I don't even think the money would what you couldn't mean? make me happy. Okay, but what the you money fight, came what, what because you, what, what you fighting for? Because listen to this, Reggie. What you what three you, time champion? What Johnson. you fighting for? Listen man. to this. When I go in public, the first thing people gonna talk to me about is how did you get knocked out in the last round after you won every round of that fight? But this you, is a question I would be hunted with. I, I would have to go out in, in big shades and a cowboy hat. Like I said, boxing is the arena of the unexpected. Anything can happen. But yeah. li 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 listen to this here, man. This might make sense to you. If you go out there and give it everything you got, you might knock him out. And then if you get knocked out in the last round, see, all, 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 my machine, my team, I tell them all the time, man. Hey, man, we're going to go all out. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a gym rat. I'm going to give everything I got in the gym. I'm going to leave everything in the ring. Give it all I got. But I also tell them, listen, man, if I do get knocked out and y'all wake me up, we ain't at the bank, all y'all fired. <laughs> if I get knocked out, wake me up at the bank, brother. <laughs> That's a great one. I love that. Wake, me up, Wake at the bank. me up at the bank. That's that's. I wouldn't mind being woke up at the bank. But you know, after, well, well, after well, if you don't mind being woke up at the bank, we ain't got to worry about you committing suicide, brother. But I'm, after, glad, I'm glad you said that, brother. <laughs> I'll try to deal with it. I'm I will try to that. deal with it. But man, that just that's. A, I don't know how Jermaine Taylor. I met Jermaine Taylor. I met Jermaine Taylor. I, I was fortunate enough to spend time with Jermaine Taylor. In the back of my head, I just wanted to ask him about those fights, but I never did because- Which fights? Man, he had two fights when he won 11 rounds of the fight and got knocked out in the 12th, twice. He won every oh, round. That's when, that's when he fought the, the, the guy I told you I, I met at the uh, Hall of Fame. Um, uh, what's his name? It was it was bad. Uh, one of them was uh, that big hammerhead dude from overseas. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. But man, I was me and him talking, and he just getting to know me, and he let me take pictures with his championship belts, and we're talking. I don't want to break the ice or break the mood by talking about some fight that he got knocked out in that he won every round. And got knocked out in the twelfth round. So, I mean, so 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 he could have lost every round and then came back and got that guy in the last round. That's just the nature yeah, of boxing. It's it great for the guy who wins. I, I know, but how can I, I mean? How can, I mean? I don't, I'm kind of confused when you say you couldn't live with that because you won twelve round. But that's that's boxing. A, a, a guy can lose every round and then win Man. in the last round and vice versa. You're that's right. Just, that's, just, that's, that's, just, that's how that's it goes. Boxing. And uh, unfortunately, I couldn't deal with that. I just could not deal with that. I read something, I mean, something like, 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 may you rest in peace to great Kobe Bryant. Uh, Kobe Bryant. 
he he had a problem with losing. Some people just have a problem with losing. Period. And then you know, it's not how you lose. If you go out there and give everything you got, sometimes uh, uh, there there is no loss. Some people when they, when they when they when they come up short, they still they still go up. They rise. Yeah, because I'm, how they perform. As long as you go out there and give it every, you can't win yeah. them all. The you greatest of all so, time, Muhammad Ali, he lost. You know that's true and. I think in life you have to identify your weaknesses and your strengths. Most people only identify their strengths, but you have to identify your weaknesses and work on them, strengthen them, build them up. I got to realize, I mean, I don't care about no booze from the crowd. If I didn't won 11 rounds of a fight, I'm just running the 12th round. Uh, because some fighters, as long as you finish the fight on your feet, you won. That's a, as a trainer. That's what I would tell the guy. Yeah, but you, you, if you finish your fight standing, I, I you have won this fight. I, I understand what you're saying. I'm but, not going out. But 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 but, but if you, you ain't you ain't catching me in the twelfth round. Everybody got different <laughs> styles the way they fight, and sometimes people do do that. I'm hey, running, I baby. All these lines, I'm, 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 I'm advancing. I'm a, you know. Yeah. I'm running, baby. Yeah, but, I'm putting but, on the track shoes. But they got some guys that slug. They slug from round one to, to round twelve or round fifteen. That's just the nature of you know. Call me Usain Bolt. And I'm they, out hey, of here. Hey, and you know what? They got a lot of guys who ended up losing like that because they stopped being aggressive the way they was winning the fight and go to the like you said. Yeah. Around running. Well, they robbed De La Hoya against Trinidad. I hope you ain't talking about that fight because De La Hoya won the first nine rounds of the fight. And then ran the last three rounds, and they gave the decision to Trinidad. Yeah, but see, that's in your eyes. But the judges, that's that's what count. And then you never know. I, I, you Did say, you see that you, fight? You say, yeah, of course, I've seen it. Who'd you score that you, fight you, you for? You said you said you had you you said you had four draws, and you don't like draws. No. Did you say you had four draws? I got four draws. Yeah, yeah, okay, but they all it. wins. So add four and wins you, to you, my you, win and total. And you, you, you anybody you, listening? You don't like that, but what if, what what if them draws could have been lost? A political loss? Oh my god! You see what I'm saying? So I got four political losses on my record. But Who you are they? To live with. Huh? Who are they? Well, Jorge Castro twice fought him twice in his backyard in Argentina. Uh, James Tony, my first world title fight. I won that fight, and and uh, 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 John David Jackson when I lost my middleweight title in Argentina. Mm. And you and, need to stay out and, of Argentina. And, That's and, what it sounds like. And, and no, no, check this out. <laughs> See, and they told John David Jackson if he's standing, he would win the fight because he had agreed to go back and and fight Castro over there. But he didn't go. And guess what they did to him? They what? stripped him. Oh, and that's why we'll take that and, strap, and, baby. And, and that's why I fought Castro over there. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll take that strap, baby. So, it, and and it's not only in boxing. That's 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 politics and football, basketball, yeah, baseball. You know, you gotta you gotta weigh all that stuff in. So, yeah, and also before we end this, I would also like to give out a shout out to the co-main event. Of the Tyson Fury Wilder rematch, un, which is labeled unfinished business, because it was a draw. There's unfinished business. Somebody's O must go. 
But in the in the co-main event, the fight right before the main event, if you don't know what that means, one of my best friends in boxing is fighting. So I got to give him a shout out. My boy, Prince Charles Martin. Um, he's fighting Gerald Washington. And whoever wins, well, Charles is going to win. I'm sorry. My fault, Charles. When Charles wins this fight, he's going to be number one and number two ranked to get another title shot. So that's this is a big, big, big co-main event. Two big, tall heavyweights. And Tyson Fury and Wilder are two big, tall, strong heavyweights. So the heavyweight division is looking great. As they used to say in boxing, Boxing goes as the heavyweight division goes. When the heavyweight division is exciting, boxing as a whole is exciting. When the heavyweight division is weak, boxing loses luster and becomes a little weak. So right now we're on the up and up in boxing. The lower weight classes are taking care of business. The lightweight, to, in my opinion, is the best weight uh, category currently in boxing. You said the lightweight? You the lightweight. The, you talking about at this particular time? Right now. Okay. Right. right now, today, whatever today is, <laughs> February of 2020. N- name the, some of the lightweights. You know, I don't really keep up with boxing like I used to. The first yeah. one we've been talking about all day, Ryan Garcia, Javante mm-hmm. Tank Davis, mm-hmm. Devin Haney, and my all favorite, who I think the GOAT is, and everybody think I'm crazy for saying this, Vasily, the Matrix, Lomachenko. That, I mean, that, I, oh, I'm sorry. We have not spoken of this man the whole telecast. We also have Tiafilo, or Tiafimo, oh, I'm thinking of the Cuban, Tiafimo Lopez. Oh, Lopez, yeah, yeah. That's he cool. is amazing. He's an undefeated young champion. What weight? 135. 135 lightweight. Too. Knocking everybody out. I mean, he has three of the top knockout of the year fights in the same year. He's knocking people out cold. But see, when you say knocking everybody out, see... I do the research. I go to box rec and I look at people's records and see who yeah. they knocking out. Yeah, he. So, so when you name some of the name people that well, he knocked out. The last out. person he knocked out, he was actually the underdog in the fight. He fought Richard, uh, Richard Comey, the African. Okay. And Comey is is a tough, rugged. Anytime you hear African, you already know they Africans never had the prettiest technique. They never have like style when they fight, but the one thing they do have is most of the time a whole lot of power and a whole lot of grit and a whole lot of toughness. And you know, they get over on, they win on things like of that nature. They're never the flashy or the pretty because you gotta think about it, the boxing programs in Africa, you know, the gyms from what I seen, I never been to Africa. Have you ever been to Africa? I fought in Africa, South Africa. Yeah, of course. Uh, well, I see the boxing gyms as run down, uh, dilapidated. Let me, let me tell you something, man. Uh, fighting me, in the dirt, 
that that, that what you see is not Africa is the rich, richest on, yeah. on planet Earth, and they do have some nice nice. It's just that like over here we have middle class. They don't have middle class, so they got they got the rich or either you poor over there. And they they show always show the poor stuff, but man, yeah. It's, it's, every it's, time it's, I see a gym in Africa, they have they in the dirt and bad shit. I stayed over there a month a month and a half. And I'm from there. Africa. I should I really need to get over there. What do you mean you from Africa? I'm from Nigeria. Uh, you was born in Nigeria? No, I was okay. born in America. Okay, okay, but, but and I don't even know anyone in Nigeria. But all my friends are Nigerian, so I really think that I'm from Nigeria. Let me let me let me let, let me tell you something. I stayed in in, in uh, South Africa for a month and a half leading up to my fight, and I was I was impressed. I mean, it's it's, it's beautiful over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now I, I am aware that the media makes Africa look all like you said. And they show the bad parts and they deceive the American public, like. Africa is some third world country and yeah, that's it. Like run they, down and everybody do running through the jungle. Right, they can do a story right here in Houston. They can yeah. go to the bad part of Houston and just show that. Yeah, and that, 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 that's the image that they, yeah. they, they'll feed to the people. So and, and, you know, and, and well. me as a black man, I should know better. But from what I've seen, that's why I think they're so tough because I even know one guy that uh he was from uh Sierra Sierra Leone mm -hmm. and they made him a soldier in the military like at nine years old or ten like you have to do it like like you know what I mean they just have a different mindset so when he he was uh he he found asylum political asylum or some some kind of way he got to America because he got on the boxing team in Africa and then he found a way to get up out of there, kind of like Cuba. Yeah, yeah. Like I was just finna bring it up about Teofilo Stevenson, the great guy that won like about four Olympic gold medals. But and he was like, it was it was they dictator. I'm sorry, their their president or whatever. Fidel uh, Castro. Fidel Castro, and then it was him. He was the man. So, yeah. But a lot of people from Cuba came to America and with the other countries to pursue their. Career and and that don't only happen in Africa and Cuba. It happened in other countries too. People come to America, uh, go to somewhere where they can pursue their career. And I would like to let the listeners know because I never assume that everyone that's listening is a boxing specialist or scientist or a statistician. So some things that I say, some people already know, but some things that I say, some people don't know. And, uh, you know, I get reviews on the show every week. And one of the reviews is don't start speaking of people as if we already know who you're talking about. So I might say Loma, thinking you know that means Lomachenko. Or we might say, uh, you know, certain things like you was talking about in Cuba. Mm -hmm. But... We have new boxing fans. We have new fans that are interested in learning. And so I have to speak in terms of, to me, it's like a kid, like kindergarten. I teach everything as if you don't know anything. So I have to always try to check everything. And the one thing that I want to check is that I want to let people know about Cuba. Cuba used to pretty much dominate the Olympics, right? 
The Cuba. gold medals in the Olympics back in the day. Well, everybody know Cuba with, with, with boxing, baseball, and soccer. Yeah. <laughs> so. And uh, to the people who don't know who aren't diehard boxing fans, they would have the greatest fighters, the Olympic gold medalists, and the dictator of their country, Fidel Castro, disallowed them to ever turn professional in boxing. He will only let them compete in amateur boxing. So when in America, when a normal champion gets his pedigree, gets his skills up, goes to the Olympic, wins a gold medal, get a million dollar signing bonus, turn pro, and pursues his career as a professional world champion, they have to stay amateur. And what he does is he would compensate them as if they were pros. They had, they got a lot of money. They got a lot of houses. They had a lot of cars. They had a lot of uh, clout, a lot of fame, a lot of celebrity, a lot of star power. They had all these things. So he was saying, you're not missing nothing by not turning pro. All the things and the money and the things that you would need, I'm gonna give them to you as long as you're continue to be successful in the amateur program. So that's why, and they were mostly about the Olympics. And that's why they were just going and one gold medal, two gold medal, three gold medals. And think about that. The Olympics is every four years. So for someone to have three gold medals means they had to wait 12 years to compete in all these three Olympics. I think Tiafilo Stevenson had four. And four yeah. is 16 years. So just think about it. I mean, it's different if the Olympics was every year. Yeah, and, and, I can get three gold medals in three years. And but if you, I got to wait. you have grown men because when I came up on the 84 team, me, Tyson, uh, Medrick Taylor, Pernell Whitaker, Mark Breland, and those guys, I mean, think about it, man. I was 16. I imagine you fighting 30-something-year-old oh, Yeah, men. yeah, that's what that's I'm saying. So sometimes, yeah, you, you, got, you know, you got, you got that, and, and, young and, men fighting grown, full-fledged grown men. And another yeah. thing for the someone who's listening that don't know all the ins and outs of boxing, in the amateur ranks, when you turn open, it is a 16 or is it 17? Yes. 16. 16 to 34 uh, age bracket. That's what it is. That's what it is now. That, yeah. That, since since I was, that that's that's been changed. I mean, it was sixteen, yeah. but but that that blocking off the age of 34, 35, yeah. whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. That, that, so that, just think about the true. irony in that and the unfairness of that. Imagine a sixteen-year-old kid fighting a thirty-four-year-old grown man in the same weight division. I mean, it is unheard of. It is, but, but you'd be surprised with that sixteen-year-old. Yeah, guy. yeah. Now I will trust, say that. Trust me. Every, every uh, time like I like Reggie Johnsons and Mike Tyson's at sixteen, they were they had the skills and the power of grown men. They would beat. And as a man, I couldn't imagine getting beat by somebody young enough to be my son. I if want, I'm 35 years old, I'm not letting no 15, 16-year-old boy beat me up. Well, 16, because you got to be 16 that, to open fighters. But I want all my international fights. That is amazing. That is a, there are that's, that's when you know fighters are going to be future world champions like Reggie Johnson and like Mike Tyson. 
Mike Tyson at 12 or 13 was 190 pounds of muscle. I mean, like, just think about that. Imagine if I'm a grown man and a 13-year-old is 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 bullying me or threatening me or I'm scared to fight a, a 12, 13-year-old boy. That's that's like a mind. That's something that, that will crunch my mind. No like and it was reality. You know what I'm saying? Is is at 13, 14, 15, he could beat up grown men. And man, that is just something you know, very you know, hard to deal you, with. You know, when you really think about it, when I, I think I think about this here, me and Tyson was sixteen. Uh, his birthday June thirtieth, mine August twenty eighth. But me and him lost in the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. We lost to the two guys we lost to. They both went on to win the gold medals. And that's commendable. And, that's and, what I thought. That's uh, what I like. Uh, I lost to Frank Tate, and he lost to Henry Tillman, who I talked to today on the phone. But check this out, uh, Henry. I talked to on the phone today. But 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 think 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 about not only me and Mike. There was other guys on that '84 team had a better professional record exactly. than the guys who won the gold medal. Exactly. And exactly. And they they always talking now which which was the best uh, U.S. boxing team was it the '76 or '84? And and if you really add everything up, it was the '84 because the guys who didn't win gold medals or, or, or was on the team, more guys won world titles, went Man, on to win world yeah, titles. Yeah, I think the 84 team is the all-time yeah, greatest, yeah. even the USA team, like not even the people went to Olympics, like you, Ty, anybody who's on the USA team in 1984. Yeah, more, a lot more, more people won world titles from the 84 than the 76 Yes, team. they, yeah, they yeah. were, fortunately, I'm friends, I feel honored because I'm friends with most of the 84 team. Uh, I'm friends with Reggie Johnson. I'm friends with Holyfield. I'm friends with Mark Breland. You know Frank Tate? I'm friends with Frank Tate. Tate, The guy who beat me in the quarterfinals. I got (laughs) to hang out with Sweet P, Pernell Whitaker. Rest in in peace. Rest in peace when we're in Atlanta, me and Frank. I got to meet Henry Tillman. I ain't get to hang with him or anything. Did, but did I you meet Meldrick Taylor? Never. Okay. But Meldrick Taylor. He Mel- was 16 too. Meldrick Taylor brought me to tears. And I'm going to tell you why. When I was amateur, I, wrote, I watched a documentary on uh, Meldrick Taylor. And when you're young and ambitious, you think you're going to conquer the world and you're going to do this and do that. And I said, I'm going to go win a world title and I'm going to be a multimillionaire in boxing. And I said, the first order of business, the first thing I'm going to do when I become a million, a multimillionaire is that I am going to take care of Meldrick Taylor. And people was like, what do you mean? I said, I'm not going to give him money, like cash money, but I'm going to buy him a home, pay, pay it off. You know, and then I have like weekly money or monthly money coming in for his groceries, his upkeep, the electricity, whatever bills come. I just wanted him to live a comfortable life. You know, uh, I don't know him. I've never met him, not even once. So never we, seen him in public. So did you but see that a was documentary or something? Yeah, and man, it brought tears. Man, I cried. 
And I just, I was so hurt by it. So what did you see? You, you, you got to tell us what did you, I mean. Oh, what what made me feel that way? Oh, I mean, man. what did you see? Because, I don't want to get emotional. We'll talk about it on the well, next well, episode. Well, well, well yeah, that, that's what I was getting ready to say because, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm at that point now. I'm working with a group of people in Minnesota and New York. We're trying to get, you know, boxing is the only sport that don't have the business structure. So a union, uh, uh, a pension, and all that stuff need to be established in the yes, ultimate sport definitely. of boxing. In a uh, national commission. Right, and they, uh, boxing is the only sport where the uh, rats dictate the lions. <laughs> You're right about that. Yeah, so. And uh, Reggie, before we wrap up, where can people find you at if they if they want to uh, look you up online or or, well, or write well, you or anything like that? In, in, in Instagram, uh, Facebook, although I got like eleven, but those are the only two that I I uh, okay uh, over, it, oversee. So and is, just, is, Reggie, is it just Reggie Johnson, Reggie Johnson, or Reggie Sweet Johnson. Okay, it, come up, yeah. Okay, and mm-hmm. uh, once well, again. These let, let, let me give no. it in my Twitter, and the, okay. the Twitter is uh, World Champ Time Three. That's my Twitter. No, he's a three-time yeah, world yeah. champion, so, so we ain't yeah, gonna forget Twitter, that. Twitter, I go on there sometime, but I love Twitter. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I used to love it until till Donald Trump when he started. Oh yeah, when time stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, I'm on Twitter at T Diddy Boxing, but follow me. That, that's a joke with Donald Trump, though. I, you know, he, <laughs> Donald Trump did some some great things for boxing. You know, he I, I followed a couple of his casinos, me and Holyfield, and a lot of great fighters for him. Yeah, I used to like Donald Trump before he was president because he was heavy in the boxing. I seen so many great shows and so many great fights of Mike Tyson that Donald Trump promoted, and uh, you know, but yeah, that's a whole another subject. But um, can I, I say, can I say one thing about Donald Trump? Yeah. See, we are we always we always and I, and I'm not a supporter of Donald Trump, but we always, you know, there's always going to be a negative and there's going to always be a positive. They they say more people have jobs right now and the money is flowing, people making money with Donald Trump. And and let me ask you this question. Now we're getting political, and I don't even do the politics thing. Why do you think why do you think they voted for Donald Trump to be president? I don't know. Because Inform he wasn't, me, Reggie. Because, because he wasn't a politician, right? No, he's a money man. No, he's a business, he not a no, 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 money. He's not a money man. He's a businessman. Yeah. And you know what? People tired of dealing with politicians, and they say, you know what? Let's take the chance with the businessman. Yeah. Now, and, and now, now I used you, to think that too. If so, he get in here and just do his business and makes our economy more money, well, well he, he, Donald Trump is doing a better job. And I'm not, I'm not a Donald Trump supporter, but the, I, 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 hey man, I, I roll with the facts. <laughs> and you know what? That's a great. And now we have so many topics to get to for our next show. Make sure you tune in. This is I mean we only once a week. Make sure you tune in. It's the Clear Lake Today app. None so strong boxing podcast. Uh, we're gonna be airing all the episodes on YouTube. So look, look us up and subscribe. Don't just look us up. Join it so you can get notifications every time our new videos drop every week on None So Strong Boxing on YouTube. Go follow that subscription. None So Strong Boxing. Subscribe. Click the bell for the YouTube for the link. And also, 
on Facebook. We have the None So Strong Boxing Group on Facebook. Also, join us there. We're keeping you update, update information, past information, all that. And you can follow me personally on Instagram at Boxing T Diddy. T like Tiger. And that's it for today's show. Thanks for joining me, Reggie Johnson, three-time world champion, middleweight champion, light heavyweight champion, and the man that hit me in the eye one day in the gym. We're out. (laughs) 